Doesn't sound as good as I think it does, but it's kind of fun having headphones on. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of the King Shark and Hoodie Cast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Joining me, Sam Spangler. How are you doing, sir? The only King Shark I ever want. I'd say it'd be him, and then it'd be the one in the Suicide Squad movie. And then I'm not really sure about this one in the Justice League, or Suicide Squad takes out the Justice League. I'd say King Shark and I feel like the one in Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, is similar to the movie one. Based from the first trailer they showed last year, mm, kind I just of don't like his like design had, as much. Oh, you don't like the? Design I don't like his it. design as much. But the one, like the cartoon one, fantastic. And the movie one, and you've good. never, and you've never seen the one from CW. No. Well, maybe I have. I think I did see a little bit of it, but I like the I like the those two takes the best. Yeah, Suicide Squad, but the Harley Quinn King Shark that one's the best. He's amazing. We're kind of jumping ahead here, but did you hear the? And I don't even know if this will let me do it. Did you hear the song from, um, God, they said it was on Spotify, but I don't see it, from the the Aquaman cartoon? No. Did you watch the thing about the Aquaman no, cartoon? I'll just show that to you later. Okay. So there, I watch some things. I just watch them all. It has a very similar to Adventure Time style artwork. Okay. But it's it's Aquaman. My kids watch Aqu- or Adventure Time, so... Um, but yeah, and it was there's this quick thing where they're singing, and just looked, it was very weird. It was like, what what am I watching? Good, good, weird, Bad good, weird? good, weird, good, weird. Um, there was, I don't remember what it was. I gotta watch the trailer. I'll show it to you before you leave. But there was a point where I went, okay, well now I have to watch this. Mm-hmm. I have to see where this goes from here. So, but it's uh, supposed to be just like they're also doing that um, Bat Family cartoon. That's supposed to be on Webtoon, which I don't know what Webtoon is, but it's basically just centered around nothing but um, Batman sidekicks. Mm. And it looks like it's supposed to be like a funny take on their lives or something. Okay. I will say after Harley, Harley Quinn, you recommended it to me. And I was like, I don't know if this is actually going to be any good. And then it was, it's just <laughs> it's like, amazing. it's exceeded my expectations. I was like, this is. So you've watched really both seasons. Of, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like couldn't stop once I kind of got like hooked on it because I was like, this seems like it's going to be kind of like the like adult take on this type of show. I don't know if it's going to fall in that like. And when, it, when it's like. a cartoon, that doesn't always work. No, it doesn't. But there were there were some gags that had me guffawing. I oh, was yeah. like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Like some of the things they are doing, and even like their take on Batman is like super serious but funny. Like oh, the yeah. things about him that he. 
I don't know. It makes it works perfectly well. Like uh, uh, Gordon was oh, fantastic. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? I bet I know what Bane. Batman would do Bane's in fantastic. that Harley cartoon to Catwoman. Okay. He he wouldn't be censored at all. No, they are. They might have, they, they might do a whole episode where she gives him <laughs> tips or something. I wouldn't know. I just <laughs> they, who knows where they're gonna go with yeah. that? Because uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. All I think is like Batman's probably a giver. He probably oh, gives as well. Right. Right. Like be good to your women. When, or men. when your mouth is the only thing exposed, you got to be good with yeah, it, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, don't is, how, I don't really know how that chassis comes off below there. So <laughs> he's got to do what he's got in front of him. There is a hilarious. Um, and let's uh, all the all gonna, those characters with all the spandex on I'm g- working for him. So I'm going to touch on a little bit of a social issue here for a second. Whoa. Actually, I do want to touch on a bit of a social issue. Here we go. Brandon Soapbox. Brandon Soapbox. It's a human issue that people turn political, but it's not, in my opinion. And I just had to deal with my mother-in-law bitching about it. So, and I knew already about it. So, before I go into detail, the subtext is, oh my God, they're turning Superman bisexual. Like, Isn't it his son? It's not Superman. Thank you. You don't even read the comics no. and you know that much. And it's like very, so it's <clears throat> John Kent has a, has a very complicated life in the comics. The son of Superman oh. does. Okay. So is this the son with Lois Lane? Yes. Okay. So he's had a lot. His name is John. His name is Jonathan with an Kent. H? <laughs> you haven't even read any. That's what I was doing when you got here, by the way, I was working on my... Well, you didn't answer with an H or no. I, you know, I don't remember. Right. I assume it's with an H. You know, you got to represent for all our Johns know, out there. Right. Um, and I know so many of them. Um, most of them, some... <clears throat> anyways. Uh, so he's had a very complicated life. And in the span of the same time that... He, uh, the uh, about amount of Earth time he's been alive, he's actually gone from being 14 to 19 years old. 20 years old he's turned into an adult because of things that have happened in his life and he's experienced more than because him and damian wayne are roughly the same age okay does that make sense damian wayne is i think 14 in the comics and something happens with it's something involves him going into space with somebody and coming back i don't want to get too detailed into it but he ages faster when he's off of earth and traveling through space and time with the person he's with and he comes back and he's experienced more in his amount of time of life than other people something happens where superman leaves to go to another planet to try to help save it and he's going to be gone a long time and in his place his son is taking up his job on earth as superman so while while clark is off helping another planet his son steps in for him john John and he he has his own life he is his own character like there's it's not like they just look the same no costume looks different you know like it's not like they just said hey uh let's just change the complete everything of this character just to show representation it's not what it is a lot of people complain that there needs to be well don't just change the character everybody loves you know create a new one from scratch and do that that's what they did the problem is Currently, that character is the mainline Superman while Clark is away, right? But all people see are the words Superman and bisexual. And they're like, 
See, they're just taking everybody's favorite characters and changing it up. And it's like, if you would just do the slightest bit of research, you would know that it's not Clark Kent. It's a completely different character. Sorry. Had to go off on a rant there. It was, it's, I've had two or three really big arguments about this in the last week, and it's just very ridiculous that the people... The arguments Here's something else that's kind of like remarkable. They're made up. They're not real. Thank you. They're it's not, not actually a person. Real people. And even if it was, wouldn't you respect them? Like, right. There you go. I don't know. Anyways, sorry. <clears throat> I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even know what I was going to look up at this point. But anyways. yeah, it's like I once watched this like uh, interview. They were like showing clips. I think it was from like a Daily Show where they were talking about one of the in- report- reporters on like a CNN or something. One time they were doing what it would cost to like go to like um, the Harry Potter school, Hogwarts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy was like, it would cost nothing because Hogwarts isn't real. What are we doing? Like on the air. It was just like they were like, it'd be like 60000 And he's like, no, it'd be zero dollars. Hogwarts doesn't exist. This is not a magical world. And he's just like, what is this? And that's kind of where I fall. <laughs> I mean, I can. I like. I like the idea of getting into those hypothetical questions. Yeah, you know, I don't mind like, having a hypothetical discussion with anybody. Right. But like, let's not get our panties in a right. wad. Exactly. Like, whenever it's like people when, are like, "Well, no." When, when they, like, I about that ghost behind you, I like Blinky or whoever that right. is. I'd be like, "Oh, he's bisexual." Right. And I'm like, "Okay, how does that affect actually me?" Zero. zero like less than zero. It, it actually doesn't. is negative. Like the uh, a million. The um. Doctor Who is a great example of people getting up in arms for the stupidest of reasons. Uh, but people like to get up in arms about stuff. I, I know. That's kind of the thing. But but so like Doctor Who is a character who by nature regenerates into a different person after X amount of time when things happen to him. He doesn't die. He regenerates it into a different to them. person. Just correcting. I, oh, thank you. you said them. Me. No, that's fine. To them. Um it's just that is the etymology of the character for years. For like 50 plus years or however long the show's been around. Oh, well, this time when you when they regenerate, they're going to be a female. Well, you can't do that. Why? There's no... The, the, if the person automatically changes every time, I don't understand. As long as, like, as long as you're not turning them into an animal, what does it matter? Yeah. Race, sex, doesn't, doesn't matter. The only time that stuff like this kind of bugs me is when I do feel like some of it's kind of shoved in there for no reason. That's the only thing. Like, I'll be watching a show and I'll be like, I don't know. Like, do I really need to watch a gay scene right now? Like, I don't know. Right. It just seems kind of odd to me at, like, times when things are placed. It's almost even like sex scenes. I'm like, do I really need to watch a sex scene? Like, I don't know. Does this, what, does what, this what, help what develop that do, character at all? I'm like. What, do, what effect does it have on the plot? If it doesn't have one, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really it matter. Doesn't. But, you know. But, anyways. I teach their own. Sam. Yes, sir. What have you been playing? Metroid Dread. I've still been working my way through it. I think I'm about three-fourths of the way full. Full? Uh, full. Yeah, three-fourths of the way done with the game. I've really liked it. I've kind of like d- definitely, you know, spent quite a bit of time with it um, over the last three days and, you know, gotten to where I am now. Um, and I, But I will tell you, I kind of was like, I need a break. I need a break. Yeah. It's a lot of maps. It's very Metroid where it's it, like. Right. And yeah, I get that. Where it's like. Hey, I'm not going to be able to progress past this point until I obtain whatever X, whatever. And it kind of gets a little frustrating at times because I'm like, sweet, I think I have everything. I'm going to be able to go back and access all these points. And I'm like, I don't have this thing. And I'm just like, of course, they put like another block in there that I was just like, this is not the thing I need to get through 
whatever last piece of the game is or get whatever secret thing that I was looking for. So it gets a slightly bit frustrating, just right. a little. Um, but I was like, I also kind of had sat down and just was like, just going through it like pretty s steadily. And so I was like, I need to take a break. Uh, it is a little tough cause it doesn't really point you in any directions. It kind of, it does lead you a little bit, but there's no marker saying go here next. It kind of tries to direct you and say, this is probably where you want to go next based on the power up you just got. Right. But you can get completely turned around and lost and not know where to go if you're not paying attention. So it is a game that I'm like, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come back maybe after a couple of days. I know where I need to go. Mentally, I have it in my head. Okay, I got this power up. I know where the next thing to like open up goes to. So that's where I'm going to head. But at the same time, I, I would say I haven't played a bunch of the other Metroids either. I played like the first first person one, Metroid Prime or something, I think. Um, and right. that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. But I would give this maybe like a eight yeah. out of ten right now. But you're enjoying it. But I'm enjoying positive. it. Yeah, I'm still going through it. I plan on, you know, beating it. I I was like initially thinking I was gonna hundred percent it, and then I was just like, ah, I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. I, I was reading yeah. somewhere where like there are a lot of saves, thankfully, because yeah. you'll die a lot. Yeah, and they put a lot of checkpoints in it, which thank goodness, because if they made you go back to your last save point every time you died. I would be much more frustrated with this game because there are certain uh, enemies called Emmys in them. And when you go in their zone, if they if you make contact with them, you have a couple possibilities to like escape from it. You got like this, like this little um, melee. And if you hit it at the right time when it flashes, but it talks about how it's very hard to get that timing right. So you get killed by it multiple times if it right. grabs you. And if it took you back to your last save, I would maybe be like, I'm, I had to be taking a lot more breaks. If it if it went full Dark Souls yeah. or something, you'd have been instead, like... <laughs> instead, it takes puts you back at the, where the door you entered into, like just as you were going into the Emmy space. And so I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. Cool. But I've been enjoying it. And that's really about all I've played. No. Oh, and a little bit of Back for Blood. Back for I, Blood. I did a couple like just runs in the single player just to kind of see what it felt like. And it feels like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. You know, better looking Left 4 Dead with a little, like a card system in it. Um, I'm excited about, you know, potentially playing that with our group at some point. Um, but yeah, not bad. That's uh, what I've been up to. I have been playing, so I've been doing a lot of writing, which you already know about. I'm in the middle of trying to write a book that I would say I was a little over, not quite halfway around, but close to halfway. And because of that, I've been doing um, pretty much that. Now, having said that, I've been playing, I've jumped back into Deathloop a little, get some, clean up some trophies. I've been playing a um, little bit of uh, Far Cry, which I'm still struggling to get into, but I'm trying to give it the time of day, and I think it might just be my mood. I just don't think the Ubisoft game is my shtick at the moment yeah I understand. um mostly because it it's so mind-numbingly simple and it allows me to think about what i'm writing i've just played a lot of stardew valley mm. i like literally i'll be sitting there doing stuff and i'm like i can mindlessly harvest my crops plant new crops do fishing do mining and in my head just be thinking about what i'm writing did you meet your buddy on the dock again for a beer i did not I did not. I kind of like that little like piece where you're like, I've played this game and I've gotten through it all, and I never had that interaction. I never had that. Having said that, there's another interaction with um, 
there's a character that I've gotten my heart level up with higher. So as you become friends, you're supposed to build up your friendships with all these people. When you get up to eight hearts, you certain characters you can then try to romance. Yeah, just like in real life. Right. What's my well, heart at? I was going to ask you that too. <laughs> What's my heart at, Brandon? Six. Mm, you're like a two. I know. I'm getting up there. I figured. <laughs> um, the... Uh, but I guess I one of the characters I had never gotten to a specific point for, and I went to go do something, and I was like, oh, what is it? And I like, I, I was taken back. I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is. So I looked it up, and it was like, oh, I'm just at a specific friendship level with this person. You're friends. Friends. And this is the last, this is the only time I'm going to interrupt this. I'm going to pause for a second and say, Austin, <laughs> if you have everything on that hard drive that you're supposed to have on it, unplug it from the computer. So there's a. That was your brain. I'm guessing you a YouTuber. I'm assuming there's a YouTuber. Is that what when it your is, cat Austin? Needs food. Get a Malco. That created their worlds in Minecraft. That they've uploaded. They have Java versions and they have Bedrock versions, and Bedrock is the console version. That you can take their world and download it offline and upload it via USB. And apparently he decided now he wanted to do this, even though I told him we were getting ready to record a podcast. Um, anyway, so other than Stardew Valley, um, cleaning up some trophies in Deathloop, and trying to get into Far Cry, I haven't really done any other gaming. Uh, I did download um, Destiny for shits and giggles. Hey, the first one? The first one. Yeah. Um, and then we had a discussion in our group chat about how many hours you've put into a video game oh, before. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I don't, I need to look that up. And that was what made, that's what prompted me to re-download it because I was wanting to see it. And I don't know, did you see my number on Destiny? Like 2,000? 2,200 and some hours is you how much. You said an extra 800 on. Yeah, seven to 800 hours on the Xbox version. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't really know any game that I've put. I mean, I think like Battlefield 4 is the one I can think of. And I think it said like, Three or four days or yeah. something like that on the counter. The only I can think of. the only other game that I think in my lifetime that I've ever put that many hours into was Skyrim. Yeah. I mean, when it first came out, that was pretty much all I played for like three Maybe months. Maybe Halo 2. Probably Halo 2 I probably spent quite a bit of time in. Yeah. Because I will say I did play a lot of that. Um, I know. God, I had to put like four to five hundred in Halo 3. Yeah. So. Speaking of that, I actually, that is one thing. I I just briefly jumped back into like the Halo, the Master Chief collection because I was like, oh, I just wanted to kind of just see how it played again. And it loaded me up in like a big team battle. If you just put, select social, big team battle into Halo 3. And I was like, I still like this. Were there, were there people? Good. Yeah, it loaded up like, nope, like real quick. Got me right into a match. Loaded, like I went on to, it was a King of the Hill mode. And I was like, this is good. This is fun. Yeah. Um, I've, the one time I tried jumping into a different Halo, like an older Halo on Master Chief Collection stuff, mm -hmm. nobody. Really? None of them. And it might have just been the day and the yeah. time. But I, I was like. I have a feeling hmm. that, you know, Halo Infinite's buzz has given maybe a little bit of a kick. Oh, too. easily. I have a feeling that people are like, man, Infinite was awesome. I can't wait to play this. I'm going to just hop back into like Master Chief or Halo 5 or whatever. But I was just loading it up because also in, in it, when I popped in there, there was a little um, like message of the day and it was like this item pack. And it was um, like Master Chief, but in all this like 
uh, like looks Sky, Skyrim looking medieval gear with like a helmet with like horns on it and like a chest plate and like arm sh- like things and then gauntlets on there. And I was like, that looks really cool. I was like, when did they start? They need to make this? a modified version of the energy sword that looks like a claymore yeah, or something. They had stuff like that. That was like stuff on his back. I was like, when did this happen? I was like, when did hey, when did they add this in there? Which I knew there was like some cosmetic stuff, but I figured oh, it was just helmets and stuff. I I think they're they're taking uh, the Master Chief collection, and I think they're just starting to add stuff to it like this that just, I didn't even know was existed. Because like I I did I turned it on and there was like a there was a mace and it was just like on his back and I was like, when did this happen? And I was I was like, how do I even make the like get these points? And then I played the mat a match and I already had thirteen and after playing one match I had three more sixteen and I think to unlock the whole thing it was twenty and I was like. Maybe I want to play a couple more rounds. Here's a question. Do you think, do you think like low key so that nobody noticed they were just adding small things in the Master Chief collection that they're testing maybe. for how it runs in people's thoughts? Uh, maybe. It'd be smart. I, it would be really smart. I mean, this is definitely one of those, like, this is some buzz that they could help build around the, um, oh, the pack or not what the pack, what's it called? the battle pass battle pass yeah like kind of just say hey this is the stuff like that we're talking about you know bringing over at some point so i don't know i it was just very surprising to kind of be like whoa there's like this gear actually looks something different that's like your typical armor right (laughs) which is what i'm used to seeing i'm like oh it looks like more armor yeah um i can tell you a game that i'm planning on jumping headfirst back into here within the next week or two and that's animal crossing it's probably going to replace because Animal Crossing has the same effect for me as Stardew Valley. Um, but uh, they officially announced the 2.0, which will be their last free update for Animal Crossing. That's ridiculous. Should always be a free update. I bought the game already. It's dumb. So you don't believe in DLC? I do, but not for Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to be fair, for a year straight, every like, month and a half they would really they released a yeah but then they crapped the bed from what you told me in the last year oh the last year they have done much of nothing so suck except for i think in the last year they've done they've been working solid on this 2.0 update as well as the dlc they announced and i would even venture to say that maybe they planned on releasing these little by little and just decided to hold off and just do a big update and call it the last one um but there were the uh, 2.0 update is adding crap load of more they're doubling the amount of storage that you have in your house they're adding um the last add-on to something there's a a coffee shop that's being added to the museum there's um a whole lot of new expressions and new things you can buy for around the island they're finally adding the farming aspect to the game which i guess has been prevalent in older games so i this is my first animal crossing game other than i played the pocket thing that they released a couple years ago um they've added cooking and a whole bunch of other stuff to it Uh, i have a friend who is like long long time animal crossing fanatic and she's told me that the 2.0 update adds everything almost almost exactly everything she wanted in a large-scale update and i say almost because i know the same issue that i have that I really want them to change. They still haven't added, or at least they haven't said they're adding in the update. Flushable toilets. Flushable toilets. That's actually already in the game. 
If you so if you put down a, a golden to- flushable uh, toilet, yeah. If you push, if you put down a toilet, you can flush urinals. It. Uh, urinals too. <sighs> Anything else? Um, a starfish that is a boomerang. That'd be kind of cool. See, there you go. Instead That's of a uh, thing, um, and then the DLC they announced is, uh, I guess there was something from. Oh, and then they're in the update. They're also changing some of the islands you used to go to in the past. Um, so the DLC is um, apparently something from the past is being able to freely design houses and homes. And there's a lot of stuff going on in it. And so the DLC adds basically a whole new map where you get to design homes for people and they pay you for it. And you get more stuff, and then you learn new tools and traits that you can do on your island, and then take the information you learn from that and do it on your island. And basically, I'll, the the repl- it, the replayability the D- DLC alone adds is huge. It's, it's huge. Huge. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse. It's worth the twenty five dollars. Gotcha. So I'm like, I think I think all the updates they're doing are great. Um, I've like I said, I've talked to several friends who are huge fans of Animal Crossing throughout the years. Well, and I mean, I'm sure those people that are playing Animal Crossing still, this will be worth it for them. Oh yeah, end. and it's it's adding enough stuff that makes me super excited to jump back into the game. Um, now, I have some opinions on how they're handling the DLC. My opinion is, if you if you want this DLC, just buy it. It's twenty five dollars. If you're into Animal Crossing, it's worth it. Do not buy the Nintendo Online Plus expansion pack to get the DLC. So are you aware of the expansion pack that they're doing for Nintendo Online? Are you, is this the thing where they're including like the Sega Nintendo yeah. 64? So they're adding... So you right now on Nintendo Online, you pay for it. And the, the current cost is $20 for an individual or $35 for the family. Yeah, family. It's not too bad. So I think it's a little weird that they have two, two different costs. Because as long as the owner of an Xbox or a PlayStation pays for online, everybody on the system gets access to it. Yeah, at least it's cheap. It's yeah, at least it's cheap. It's cheaper. So, and with it, you've got like Pac-Man ninety-nine, and you know Tetris ninety-nine, and then you've got the emulators for a whole bunch of NES mm-hmm. games and SNES games, and they keep they add games every once in a while. Well, if you want the emulators and stuff for Sega Genesis and for Nintendo 64, you get, and apparently the down the DLC for Animal Crossing, mm. which is oddly a part of it, yeah, you can get the expansion pack version, which takes the price from 20 and 35 to 50 and 80. Mm. That 80 is pretty, pretty steep. The 50 is pretty steep because yeah. that's just for one person. Right. So... My and my process, my thought process is if you if you do this and then you don't pay for it, do you keep the DLC for Animal Crossing? My or, assumption would be no. Right, and then you just lose access to stuff that you have. Right, eighty dollars a year is a lot. What was it? Xbox wanted to move it up to a hundred something. I don't remember. I don't know. The they wanted to raise the price of gold, and everybody just went no. You can't do that. In fact, everybody wants you to get rid of gold at this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of my biggest problems with this 
is the fact that their online service is just so Oh, it's crappy. Horrible. It's the worst online service there is. Right. It really is. It's and I don't it's not worth using. And so I'm like basically, do you want to pay the extra price for the Sega and the N64? There's that, the thing that makes me mad about this too is that Nintendo's the only one company that could really get away with this. Like, and that's the problem in yeah. boxing. They will get away will with it. They will get away with it. And people won't have the like revolt and Nintendo won't ever come back and say, you know what? We made a mistake. We're just going to leave it at the current price and we're going to include these things in there and you can buy the DLC separately. Right. Microsoft tried to raise gold and people said no. And they were like, we heard you. Yeah. We're sorry. Yeah. Just like whenever people like them increasing the games or not doing the like upgrade on the Sony games and people flipped out right. for the first year. And they're like, never mind. We're walking it back. We'll and, and on top of that, like, you are get you are given access, and albeit temporary, because sometimes they take games off of it to emulators of old games. Mm-hmm. Xbox and and Sony, whether you agree with whichever games they choose to give you a month or not, are more. You're getting at least one to two solid yeah. recent er games, and it's like the thing. I mean, the thing problem with this is is that and you don't need an people, app to talk to people that you're playing with no, on people, your phone. <laughs> buy these games over and over and over they do. and over and over and over and they don't stop buying them over and over again. People have this like hook for Nintendo that they're just like, if it's from Nintendo and it's something older and nostalgic, I've got to buy it. And it's like, no, right. you don't. You own it. Like you owned it at one point. Like there's no reason to buy this again. But yet people fall for it every time. And because it's Nintendo, they get the pass. And yeah. This is just where we are. Um, a lot of online bloggers and video or like YouTubers and stuff, they, they, they're like, eh, this doesn't seem worth it. Do you think it would take like all of their partners and influencers that they work with to kind of revolt against it to get anybody to say anything? Or do you think they would just go, no, we're cutting you off. We'll find other people that were no, willing to do it. Yeah. Nintendo is not one, a company that's, you know, it doesn't follow the trends. At right. all. So I think they're the ones that are going to say, no, we're making our own story. Like, they're never going to turn this back over. They're just going to say, no, we're going to get enough people to buy it. Like, people may complain about it, but people will always buy it. That's kind of the problem, too, is, like, people will be like, oh, the new Call of Duty or whatever, this sucks. We're not going to buy it. Boycott it. But then and then everybody buy buys it. it. So, unfortunately, the general mass public as a group suck at actually boycotting anything. <laughs> it really does. it, it anything, anything. work anything it, it really doesn't work. matter because even though we say it people don't do it so we're e- just stuck EA, ea's entire philosophy of making games would be completely different <laughs> if people actually the amount of people that speak up about how horrible ea is if they actually boycotted and did something about it EA probably wouldn't be doing this right. shit that exactly. people complain but it's gonna about. Happen. I mean, just like we were talking last week about Battlefield. Battlefield is a mess right now. Battlefield right. 2042, and I would like it to be better, and I would like it to come out this year because I'm like, even though I'm not planning on purchasing it at this point, I like the Battlefield series, but what I played was a disaster. Yeah. They're probably going to release it. Probably. And just an un- incomplete version, and it's just they're going to have to upgrade it as it goes. And I know, understand that there are some games, they come in, they enter like an open beta, and they say, hey, this is not a finished game. We're going to be updating as it goes. Grounded. Yeah, exactly. They and did it. Well, Sea of Thieves. Didn't they really yeah, do C- that with Sea of Thieves? Ooh, I think Sea of Thieves was a finish, but it just kept adding to it. Okay. Or even just like, let's just say like No Man's Sky. Didn't release as a beta, but just has added on. Fell off, and they just And then said, they built back They went, there. we'll fix it. But like... I mean, it took a long time. And to think that, like, this 2042 
is going to be the game they release, and then like you're going to have to like wait a year or two before it's no. worth playing. No, no you can't. And see, like, there's. I'll even give Cyberpunk a little bit of a pass here because Cyberpunk is a game that I feel like they can give them the time, not to the scale, definitely not to the scale of No Man's Sky, but if they can get that fixed within a. If the next gen release fixes everything and everything makes it like better, I think it's going to be a win or at least a draw in my opinion. Yeah, a draw would probably but, be the but best. But the thing is, scenario. it's a single player game that doesn't typically follow the trend of games like it releasing a new version every year. They have the ability to take the time to make changes to it. Battlefield bro in five months from the time you release that, there's going to be another hugely popular FPS mm-hmm. that's going to release. Yeah. That's a military shooter. It mm-hmm. just is. And you don't get the, you know, you may, Battlefield may not be a yearly cycle game, but there's so many of them and the genre is overloaded that it's. Yeah. But I do expect people will be like, man, it's so good now. You know, like, and I'm like, I'm sure it will be. Good. But yeah. unfortunately, did that hold the lion's share of people? I don't know. Um, I want to jump into DC fandom from this weekend, if you are okay with that, sir. I'm more than happy. Um, I sat and watched the entire four-hour thing, and I'm just going to give you my overall review. Last year's, this one was good and solid and spaced good. The, um, oh, the word. Tempo. Tempo, thank you, was fine. But I feel like it could have been done better had they taken two hours yesterday and done two hours today. Um, and then, whereas last year they kind of split it over a couple days, you take one or two of your biggest announcements, do them on one day, and do it next two on another day. I think it would have worked better because, and you could have mixed in the things that maybe not everybody cared about a little bit better, but there were a couple longer segments where I think they probably lost viewership. A little bit of lull. A little bit of a lull, even though it wasn't bad. The problem is not everybody is as interested as I am in most of the stuff they showed. And they missed their mark on a couple things. But as a whole, it was good. I mean, it was, it was, it was for someone who's a fan of the characters in the company, it kept me entertained. There was some information on the comic side that I know not everybody's into. So, but I was super excited about, so it really didn't bother me. Um, so, while I think last year's had handled it better. I think the fact that it was only one day and four hours was probably better for it unless you cut it down and do two days. Because last year it was like four or five hours both days. But they've kind of reduced it, but I think they could have also still split it up. Just because sitting in one place and watching something for four hours is... Long time. Tedious. Um, So the four, five really, big movie type things they showed off were Batman, Flash, Black Adam, DC Super Pets, and uh, Preview for Peacemaker. Those were their big live action things they showed, even though Super Pets is an animated thing. They also showed off something called Batwheels. Did you see this? No, I did not. Okay, so picture cars, but they're all Gotham City Batman characters, villains, and whatever. There was like a quick little snippet, and it was just enough to make me go, I want to like the cars, like 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 Disney cars. Yeah, yeah. So Batman is an actual a car, and Batwheels, and so they have all these different characters. It was just a quick little thing. I think that could be interesting. I think because of the characters, 
and all I immediately saw was like little collectible cars. And I was like, I'll buy all those sons of bitches. I will. <laughs> like, I just, I'm stupid for those kind of things. Um, we, Thomas the Train did Thomas minis that we all got addicted to for a while. Even cars did cars minis. They were like about this big and they were a little more Brandon stylized. Me the size of like a Milky Way bite. Yes. Just so pretty much. For reference. Pretty much. Um, thank you for not making any other jokes. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was very interesting. So, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> You opened it up. I, I didn't, didn't mean go, for I that. Didn't even go there. Um, they also showed off uh, the couple, the two big games that they have: Suicide, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, and Gotham Knights. I want to talk first about the movie trailers. You did not watch the Batman trailer, correct. is that correct? That's a movie I'm already going to watch, and so I'm like going okay. black on it. So we're going dark. I will, without giving spoilers, say two things. Uh, the you the scene that you mentioned earlier yep. with him in a hallway was probably my favorite scene in the whole trailer. And I didn't love that. You didn't love that? No. He looks ridiculous. I hope there's more context to what's going on there. He looks like he's impenetrable. Like he can't be... Ta- I'm like, that's like a Terminator like walking towards you. That's not Batman to me. Hmm. Okay. It looked a little silly. Okay. I'll go with that. Um, I did kind of like the ending shot a little bit. Without, I can say this without you knowing what it was. There was the ending shot showed him walking, and there was, I, three people text me. Batman does walk. Was around. that the Joker? No, and like I, I'm annoyed because everyone, everyone that I know texted me saw the teaser trailer, which you saw this the teaser trailer, the very right? first one. Yeah. yeah, you saw what Colin Farrell looked like. Yeah. as the Penguin. Yeah, it was clearly Colin Farrell as the Penguin. That's the Joker looks like now, and I'm like, no, that's it's penguin. It's the penguin. Like, yeah, but I, they are doing a whole like body dysmorphia type, right? Like, or and just I, not dysmorphia, and, like kind of just totally. And, and like, I could get, I could get where put you so maybe much prosthetic don't and know, makeup, right? You're like, whoa. And I can get where maybe you don't that's know that his character is the penguin, although I know all these people watched it last time, and I'm like, come on, it's clearly the same person that you saw yeah. from this last time. Um, and having so okay, so I really I liked the hallway scene that you're talking, but you didn't like. But like I said, I also need to know the context a little bit more. Right. If it's one of those like he kind of jump down and they just start shooting him at him, then he does the fighting and gets out of the way. Right. But just the way it looks, it looks like he's just kind of like walking and I'm right. like, Terminator. Uh, like, come on. Gotcha. He's also got this like little spot that I'd be like, just shoot him in the face. True. Um, now I've had this conversation with people before about Batman. Okay. The point of Batman is to cause fear in the people he's fighting, yep. right? If you are in a situation where you're freaked out as to what the hell is happening at this very moment, and all you see is a, an imposing figure coming out, are you going to take the time to go, where's his weak spot? But that's, see, that's the other thing, too, is the context is he kind of drops down and startles them and freaks out, and they're kind of just like right. spraying errantly. Great. If it's okay. something he starts like and that's kind of what it looked like down to the me. hallway, and he's like walking towards them. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, I think it, then I got a problem. It kind of looked like that, and I know you're not one to watch the could, trailer. So, um, now the other thing I want to say is, while I liked the trailer, and I kind of liked the tone it set, I thought the teaser trailer was better. Mm. Okay. So I don't, and that's not a knock on this one. I think it. I don't know. I'm liking the shorter, like quick little info more than the longer drawn out trailers. I'm just getting that way with 
stuff because I feel like you're not showing me everything. And I, I'm not saying this this showed me everything. Um, That's why I stopped. I was like, I'm done so, watching them because I was like, I don't now, want to see it. I, I am now. So the movie comes out in March, which, my God, be, 20... <laughs> 2020 and 2021 has made the first four to five months of 2022 stacked in between movies and video games. And it's just like, okay, well, maybe I could take those four months off of work or something and just have something to do back to yeah, back. Yeah, I'm sure they'll allow that. Yeah, I'm sure they will too. Yeah. I run an entire department. It ain't going to happen. Um, so I did, I'm no longer going to watch any more trailers. Um, I'm I'm well, sure there's going to be shit that happens where boom, there's like a TV ad. Yeah, or you something. can't like, you can't avoid it's everything. Ha- very hard to avoid. But I'm not gonna. Oh my god, they re- did you see the newest trailer? Not watching yeah. it. Yeah, I've seen I it. don't need to. Seen it. I'm, I'm see good. It. I'm done. Um, and I will also say I'm going to go radio silent on the Black Adam. Okay. Because even though it was like less than a full two minute clip. You set the entire tone that I needed to see for Black Adam. I knew it was a movie I was going to want to see anyways because I'm since they announced it, I feel like seven years ago that The Rock has been wanting to do this movie. He wanted to be Black Adam and all this other stuff. I'm like, okay, I can completely see Dwayne Johnson be Black Adam. He is that character. You don't have to really sell me on it. But I was like, and I really, I really enjoyed Shazam. And so I'm like, okay, well... I want to see something just because not all of his movies are good. And he tends to just do mind numbing tentpole movies. But um, what I thought was interesting about this was you got to see a little bit of the background with it. Cause Pierce Bronson, um, uh, the guy that plays Hawkman was also there. Um, I don't remember his name. He was in leverage, but like, Man, when Pierce Bronson came on the screen and started talking about it a little, I was like, show me the entire Dr. Fate outfit now. Like, all of a sudden, like, I don't know. Maybe I just haven't seen Pierce Bronson in anything in a while. Not so I'm, I, I sure haven't. So I'm like, also, I was like, I forgot he was in this movie. <gasps> He's playing Dr. Fate. Show me the Dr. Fate costume. I was like, really? Uh, the lady that plays Cyclone. Adam Smasher, I didn't realize I was going to get so geeked out over. I forgot he was in the movie. <laughs> So when they showed him and they showed like the front of his outfit, like panned across it, I was like, <gasps> okay. And I started getting a little more hype than I was expecting. And then um, they showed the front of Hawkman's little braces on the front of his chest. They didn't show me Dr. Fate's full get up like I wanted, but I was okay with it. But then you, you, you show me like a two and a half minute clip that kind of, I feel sets the tone for what we're going to get from him. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm done now. I don't think I want to see anything else. Nice. And it's supposed to come out next year. Yeah. So DC is releasing four movies next year, if I remember correctly, because uh, Batman, Aquaman, Black Adam, and there's one other movie that I don't remember. Flash? Supposed. No, Flash doesn't. Maybe it is a Flash. Maybe it's late in the year for Flash. Maybe that's what I'm missing. Um, but speaking of the Flash, mm-hmm. um, Ezra Miller came on. Well, first of all, what did you think of the Black Adam yeah, the tone was good. It was one of those that I'll, I'll see it, but I'm not as worried to see more trailers because I'm just like, man, eh, it's going to be... I don't know these characters. I'm not, like, right. you know, interested as much in this world. And DC, I think, has a lot to prove uh, as far as, like, I think they're building with uh, the superheroes and those type of things. So I will watch more, and I'll probably see it, but I'm not, like, yeah, yeah over the top or anything. Yeah. So the Flash trailer... 
which I thought was funny because Ezra Miller comes out and goes, we don't have enough. We didn't, didn't have enough to make a trailer. We didn't have enough to make a teaser. Uh, but we put this together. And I'm like, well, you we just put together a teaser. I don't know what your problem is. But whatever. Um, and I will say, he looked very weird. His haircut was throwing me off. <laughs> Until I saw the trailer. There was a little tip snippet they showed and then i figured it out because i watched it several times afterwards trying to get all the little easter eggs that they really put in that thing first of all the voiceover was michael keaton as soon as he started talking i went that's michael keaton the little snippet he says is basically like you have the ability to travel through time and space why do you and save anything and anybody why are you choosing this one is basically what he's saying. Um, there's a little clip of him, I assume, touching the shoulder of his mom. Um, but then there's two versions of Ezra Miller on the screen. And one of them is the same haircut that he has at the, in his little introduction. And I went, oh, okay. Which somebody pointed out, um, the director had posted a picture on Instagram of what looked like a bat suit with a flash symbol spray painted on top of it. The second Ezra Miller behind the first one in the clip that shows both of them with Supergirl, which I thought the Supergirl outfit looked clean. I really liked it. I thought it looked good, even though we've kind of already seen it and set photos. Um, is that version of Flash wearing one of his costumes? So I'm guessing, I'm going to guess maybe he stole his costume and modified it because it also showed him spray painting it on the boot. So I'm guessing this guy just has a modified Batman outfit that he turned into a Flash costume. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, and they showed three different versions, I think, of a Flash costume throughout the whole thing. There's one where it like pulls up in front of a house. The one where he's, which I think is a little different than the one that shows him like standing next to like a creek or something. And then the one that he's wearing when he's, I'm assuming it's him, Supergirl, and the other version of him staring at Bruce Wayne or um, Michael Keaton, Batman. You also get a shot, back shot view of the old, yeah. the old ca cow. Keaton cowl, yeah. which I was immediately like, yep. Yeah. That, that's he's going to have to turn his whole oh, His body. whole damn body. <laughs> like actually see anything. Um, and then what was funny was I kept telling everybody that asked me if I saw it. It's like, yeah, I was surprised by the cameo at the end. The 1989 Batmobile. Oh, gotcha. That was like when he shows him walk over to the sheet and he's like, and I went, that's the Batmobile. They like they legit brought the Batmobile back too. And he pulls it off and the screen goes black and you just hear Ezra Miller go, oh, shit. And then it kind of cuts off. Um, I, I've been very worried about this movie from start to finish. Um, it's gone through. They've been trying to get this movie off the ground for like the last four or five years. Um, the fact that Cyborg was supposed to be in it before Ray Fisher had the falling out with WB and all this other stuff. Um, I don't know what, what their plan is, but um, I have a little more confidence. Have it, I will say I don't like any of the Flash costumes I saw. Mm. I, I, I made me actually like I liked one the of the Justice League a little oh, bit. Oh, they more. had a kind of like lines around it. I thought that was where he cool. comes up to a stop in front of the house and he's got all the electricity coming yeah. off of him. I thought that one looked too bad. It looked a little too CGI for me, mm. and I don't know if it's because it's unfinished material that they're showing or anything else. Could be. Did you have any other thoughts on the? No, I mean it's one of those like once again I don't know this whole world right. and background as much. So right. It's kind <laughs> of like yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to see it, and like I do like. Uh, Michael Keaton as the Batman. I'm like, cool. I was like, I'm excited about that. Maybe they'll bring in, in like a um, Terry 
whatever his name oh, was. Oh, McGinnis, kind of do like, Terry yeah, McGinnis. McGinnis. And do kind of like a uh, well, I think every, Batman Beyond. I think everybody's... Cool. Maybe they'll tie it in somehow. All the big way. fans or like huge Batman Beyond fans are like, give me Michael Keaton as old retired yeah. Batman yeah. And, and, and cast somebody for That'd Terry That'd be pretty McGinnis. cool. And this would be a, a good way to start it. And I will say, I it does it is interesting because it's almost like, you know, DC tried to do like the continuity thing like Marvel did a little Real bit. Real fast. It's Too quick, fast. quicker than they did because Marvel kind of set it up over time and they had, you know, the ability to put all these movies together and then really bring all the characters together and then has done, you know, astounding. But it's like now DC is like, I think how we can figure out how we can do this. Like with right. maybe this Flashpoint movie and these multiverse things and be like, let's bring that there, which I think Marvel's getting ready to do. Is right. be like, there's a multiverse this is what's exa- happening, but I think in DC it's much more prevalent and already been, you know, as we talked about on some of like the oh, flash stuff. The television it's show, been, it's already right, been it's done. already been presented. So I think they have a little bit of a leg up about right. starting to introduce this stuff and trying to make these stories happen. So I ho- I hope because I like good movies right. and I like to go and watch things that are entertaining. I hope they're able to tie these things all together well because it'd be great it'd be great to have two universes a marvel and a dc one where it's like i'm excited about every tentpole release that they have right um they also showed uh, i mentioned the little teaser for peacemaker yeah which while it looked funny a little bit i liked the background when them talking to the characters and stuff and the panel maybe one an eagle (laughs) right can i have an eagle like he just hugged him like I i know it wasn't real but i was like Dude, that looks like that eagle's just straight hugging him. That's impressive. I want an eagle now. Is that illegal? Yes, it's illegal. <laughs> uh, I will say I was highly annoyed by that trailer. Be, how does... You, I don't know if spoilers. I'll leave it up to you if you want to say it out loud. How does that end for him in the movie? Where does he take the bullet? You know, not in a place... A pretty critical place. Yeah. Where's the wound... Like, they don't even acknowledge it in this trailer. They open it up with him walking out like he's leaving the hospital. Hey, bro, shouldn't you have a thing or something? Maybe they didn't add it. Maybe they'll add it in post. (laughs) I don't know, but he walked out of, like, he walks out of the the room that he's in at the hospital. My first thing I went was, what the hell? Maybe this is in his head. Maybe this is one of those. The whole show takes place in his head? it's a dream sequence. Um, I think it has. I think it People has a lot that, of potential, but. only because I know John Cena's timing is really good when it comes to comedy, and I can. Only, I imagine it's going to be. Did you see Cockblockers with him? Is that the Hulu show? No, no. It was a movie. It was a movie that like his him and his, Mark Wahlberg with the the, uh, the kids are going to prom. Yeah, the kids going. Yeah, to prom. yeah. Is Mark Wahlberg it, was that? that Mark Wahlberg? I don't think it was Mark Mark Wahlberg. No, it was um, Mark Wahlberg. Right. No. Yes, I saw that, <laughs> and he was freaking Wahlberg. hilarious in that movie. Was it okay? I kind of I was talking to Emily, and I was like, I want to watch this movie because I think it looks really funny, and especially having kids that are getting ready to go through this period of time. Right. I'm like, I probably could right. relate a little bit. And I think one of the reasons I found that movie so freaking hilarious was because John Cena has an image from wrestling that is a clean cut everything from start to finish and you know kind of like the hulk hogan from the 80s you know you know take your vitamins be good you know be positive all the time and nothing in this movie is him being the picture perfect of a role model and it's just one of those i think it made it more funnier than it was but 
it still it still has a lot of moments where you're like, yeah. what is happening in this movie? It's not it's not a cinema masterpiece by any means. Do you think John, but it is what John it is. Cena's like? I want to get to the level of the Rock. Like he's just he compares himself to like I oh wanna, probably I want to be like the Rock. In terms of acting career, there two wrestlers took two different paths. Three wrestlers, the Rock blew up from action movies, just doing tent pole sell sell tickets you know get people in action movies john cena decided to do the same thing dave batista said i want to do something more well and you forgot to mention uh randy macho man savage you know made his big debut in spider-man right and also hulk hogan made quite a few debuts in all sorts of times. And they of weren't that great though. <laughs> None of them were. Um, and then what not, are you doing up and there? then was it stone cold. Steve Austin was in, um, what was he in the, okay. So the, the Burt Reynolds longest yard, the yeah. prison football movie. Was he in the remake? Yeah. Adam with Sandler? The, the one with Adam. Say, was, no, no way. Adam Sa- was that Adam Sandler? Yeah. Yeah. It was Adam Sandler. I don't remember. Whoever was in the... Yeah, he was one of the... Man, well, I will say uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's Hot Ones was probably one of the best like interviews oh, I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, man, I was like... He, he no-sold awesome. everything. He's just like, I'm just going to do this. This I guy's don't awesome. This guy's yeah. so cool. He um, No, he was one of the uh, prison guards in mm. The Longest Shot. Oh, and we can't day. forget uh, Goldberg in uh, Universal Soldier 2. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was oh it's so, so bad. bad it was so, so bad. bad it was good man um, i crack me and justin were cracking our ass like just like just couldn't stop laughing like, um oh it was so what do you think of the peacemaker trailer stuff i don't know it's one of those i'm like sometimes when you go with that like humorish type i'm like deadpool's done it better so well, yeah. like we'll see right um so, did you watch the Super Pets trailer? No. Okay, so I'll, I will say this: I'm not, I'm not a big Kevin Hart fan. He has moments. Is it what is this CGI? Yeah, it's it's, it's like a no, it's a like a. Is this going to be a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. Um, but like, it opens up where this. The main part of the trailer is um, well, first of all, it opens with uh, Crypto, which is played by The Rock, uh, which is Superman's dog. And Ace is Batman's dog. I just didn't know if you were aware of this. No, I'm not. Okay, so um, it shows. What, who is who's Ace? Who's voicing Ace? Kevin Hart. Okay, which is man. Now I kind of I'm like I wish I'd watch this trailer. I'll watch it when we're done. We'll, we'll watch it when we're done. Um, it shows them pushing like a super. Which by the way, the way those they did the logo for the movie and the way it comes together, I was like, dude, that's kind of slick looking. Just the way because they kind of put a dog in the middle of the super pets text. Anyways. Um, but it shows, uh, it shows uh, Crypto get up on like a park bench and there's kids and there's something happening and he's like, what's going on? Like, do I need to jump into service? And all of a sudden, like him and the kid or something turn and Ace is just sitting there staring at him while he pisses on a, on a fountain. And like Crypto's like, this, like, we gotta go. And he's just like, and I don't know what it was, but it was the way they set it up from the previous part. I was like, don't find that funny. Don't find that funny. Don't find that. Oh, it's a little funny. It's a little funny. But it was just one of those. Comedy know. is all about timing. It really is. Um, so, I mean, if they can hit that mark. And I think it'll, it's a kid's movie. It'll be, you know, pitched to and they'll, they'll I think it'll I might probably be on board. succeed. Yeah. Watch the trailer when it's done. Um, 
Let's get into the last two games before we finish this up. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. They finally showed in-game trailer. It's a story trailer. Both of these the games were shown were st- story trailers. The Suicide Squad one was looked like it was all in, in-game, in-engine, as, as they would say. Um, and while I'll say that, and I'll say it looked fine, I also actually like, I think the Flash outfit and that was probably my favorite Flash outfit of the day. But there's still no gameplay yeah that's a big problem still no release date you know the only credit i'll give where credit's due here is that i'm like i would be a lot more worried about this if it wasn't rocksteady making it right if it was i would agree if it wasn't rock if it was somebody else i'd be like this is gonna be trash well so then speaking of which gotham knights showed a story trailer based off of quarter vowels which i got super excited about because i'm all about quarter vowels i love all of that the whole storyline in the comics and I'm excited for what they're doing with it. The story trailer looked good to where I was like, yes, give me court of owls make it like a creepy, like horror esque version and whatever happened to Bruce Wayne in this show and Batman in this. Okay. Show me, show me. Uh, also looked like a lot of it might've been in game, not like CGI story stuff. Again, no real gameplay, no release date. They're not coming out anytime soon. I don't imagine, and I'm going to be honest, I'll say it, neither one of these games are going to come out next year. I would take that bet. 2023 is when I think either of these games will come out, and Gotham Knights will come out first, and it won't feel as great. And I have a, I'm hoping that Suicide Squad comes out later and might still have issues. It, it all depends upon, and here's my problem. Both of these games have multiple characters. And if my pro and my problem with the rock steady is their games they've played made so far is one person traversing a very large open map, right? There are times where you play as somebody else, you know, Catwoman, or right? Like Robin may come in. Well, yeah, in Arkham know, City, you like can that, swap so. between Catwoman and Batman, but so I mean, technically they're there, but they're but they're doing their own individual stories. Yeah. You're with with Suicide Squad. These guys are all interconnected to what's happening around them. So it's kind of like, how are you doing this? Are you doing it in a GTA like where you can swap between or like uh, Lego Batman or something where you can click a button and just in the middle of a fight, like fly over to somebody else? I don't know. Until they give me a solid game, either of these games do a solid gameplay behind the scenes type thing where you show me the stuff, my, my anxiety, or my, not anxiety, my hype for Suicide Squad is higher than Gotham Knights. Yeah. Which Thanks. is, as a huge Batman fan more than anything else in the world, you would have think it'd be the other way around. My problem is, I don't have that faith in WB Montreal, but I'm giving them a benefit of the doubt and kind of hoping they can pull it off. I'm just, I can't be up there. So did you have anything that stood out in either of the trailers? I, I'm with you just by the fact that like, they didn't show gameplay. Like they show these like straight gameplay. Right. I'm just like, you need to show something. And I'm like, and even these characters kind of look like uh, how when they did like the Avengers game, it's kind of like you got them, but it's not quite. It's kind of like right. the like Looney Tune, like right. there's something off. They're not right. like the ones I'm used to seeing. I didn't entirely bit. hate the Suicide Squad characters. I don't hate it. It's just I'm like they're just not something quite seems enough. Right, right. Like the uncanny, like eh, okay, that's Harley Quinn, but doesn't 
look like the Harley Quinns I've known, and that's King Shark, but right, that model's weird, and right. you know, like the other guys, I'm kind of like. Uh, I will say the boomerang guy actually I think is the one that I'm like oh he looks like the most like the suicide squad <laughs> right. guy then I'm like hey yeah, yeah that looks exactly like him almost um, and then the other dude what's his name is that a uh, Deadshot Deadshot I'm just like that seems like generic put whoever you want oh it very like, much seems like a generic yeah I'm just gonna say it looks like they just took a generic black guy yeah and stuck him in yeah. the role of so but I as far as like coordinating how do these characters play together? How does a story actually work? How do you go through this? What's the combat feel like? Are there going to be puzzles? Like these aren't characters I feel like puzzle stories right. come from. But and there is a very large detective aspect to the Arkham games from yeah. Rocksteady, and like I can't imagine you having. Now I will say this: something I didn't notice from the Suicide Squad game that I got a little made me a little excited. I think Robin is helping. Because there's a quick couple quick shots of Robin in the trailer, but he doesn't look like he's fighting them. So I'm kind of like, mm. hmm, okay. I wonder. And maybe uh, Batman will be like another character, or Robin, or somebody will be. Around. I don't know. So yeah. and also it highly depends on which Robin. I need a playable Damian Wayne. I just for me personally. <laughs> That'll just. Um, I will say I had one huge miss that let me down with this whole whole show that just kind of you have a golden opportunity here and you're not taking it i don't even care if you don't show anything at this point they did a thing where they showed off or they talked to ed boone from nether realm and the lead voice actor for the um injustice remake that they're doing as an actual full movie cartoon and they interviewed him about, you know, taking a video game, turning it into an animated movie and all this other stuff and how it's kind of blown up for DC. There's no Injustice 3 talk. No, like, hey, we're working on this. No, hey, no, we're going like, to have new title suit. card. Of just no, like, yeah, like, oh, um, I do have one more thing I want to show. Yeah. Boom. Uh, more info as soon as we can get it to you. That's all I needed. Literally, that was all I needed. And they had a moment with Ed Boon sitting there he could have just said, it's in progress. You know what I mean? Like, we'll talk to you when we can. Because then, you know, right? Like, sometimes just knowing, like. Is half the battle. Is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, let's wrap this up because I think we're going to get online and try out uh, some group Back for Blood. I think so. Sound good? Sir, as always, good talking to you. Yeah, likewise. Enjoy your games.